0: Today's episode of the Get Home Safe podcast contains explicit language that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast
1: with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast, and your host, Matt Persima.
0: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. I'm joined by Bill Barnes. It's the middle of the week. Well, it's Monday morning anyway, but you're here in this Wednesday. Bill Barnes, how's it going today? Uh, Woke up to see another day. (laughs) <laughs> you sound so <clears throat> energetic um so energized we'll see how this goes yeah and, you know let's stimulate me here with some of your crazy thoughts and ideas that you okay pride yourself on sure sure yeah i pride myself on <clears throat> yeah well we had some technical difficulties earlier but i think we're we're good to go we recorded our our pre-show if you will for um facebook and i think uh put some knock knock some kinks out or whatever but you know, you you reached out to a, a lady on Facebook. You tagged her in our in our show. I'm I'm very curious of the feedback we're going to well, get. Well, I'm waiting. We'll see what she, you know. She may be going to the local courthouse to get restraining
1: orders. <laughs> you know, we'll, 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 hopefully that's not the case.
0: Yeah, I you know, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, what was her first name again? Kathy. 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 Yeah. If you're hearing this, hey, we're 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 hey, we're Dodger fans we're, just like you are, sweetheart. Yeah, don't you know worry. It's all good.
1: It's fun to it's fun to kibitz back and forth, and uh, you know, don't. Uh, you know, don't call the authorities. Yes,
0: yes, you absolutely. Need to involve them. <laughs> well, this is uh, the 60th edition, Bill, of the weekly Wednesday Wayne. We've uh, had a few conversations over the past year, and look where we're at. I and mean, almost, we are almost as, uh, as many age years as Bill Barnes. Yeah, one more, one more uh, broadcast, and we're right there, right uh, there
1: with uh, yours truly.
0: Well, I know, Bill, that uh, it may not be your favorite topic, but uh, you know, the NFL schedule was released last week and uh you know pretty excited about my la rams opening up finally that new stadium hopefully with fans in it at uh against the chicago bears on september 12th sunday night football first there there will be fans
1: there oh yeah there will be fans yeah whether it's a sellout whether they're gonna you know have have a ask for every chair that's yet to be seen uh it wouldn't surprise me Mm -hmm. would not surprise me because the recall election is not until november so um, uh, Newsom's still going to be trying to kiss everybody's ass up until then
0: wasn't so. it interesting Bill did you hear him uh, say the other day like hey magically now everything's going to be we're going to have no masks and everything by June 15th or whatever he said Well, yeah I mean we should have them off now
1: <laughs> okay
0: I mean let's you know enter at your own risk folks mm-hmm. well yeah. if you look around I mean look around at I, I watched I turned to uh, who was it Arkansas Tennessee baseball game on the place was packed mm-hmm. Uh, It's outdoors Mm -hmm. and no one wore, I mean, umpires had to wear masks, but fans in the stands, no one's wearing that. I mean, it is, we're dealing with two different countries almost in some of the, uh, archaic living in some of these other places. So, yeah, well, you've got the South,
1: which is, you know, run by some, some good old boys and, uh, they like to kind of, you know, let people live. Whereas out here, you know, we're run by a bunch of, uh, overlords yeah a bunch of dictators who like who are power hungry who want us to bow at their feet and ask permission to do
0: this that and the other and uh, it's ridiculous well what's funny is some of the the leadership is saying hey you're allowed to do this now and for a lot of people they've been like uh i've been doing that i've been not wearing a mask outdoors by myself or whatever i've been uh only wearing it when required so certain places are already open and i i just think as time goes by here You're going to see more and more places open up. And isn't it funny, Bill? Think about this. So the extreme people that uh, fear COVID and want people to wear masks aren't, if you really think about this, they're in a dilemma because either the people who are vaccinated, they either continue to wear a mask to, you know, basically virtue signal Mm -hmm. Uh, which then people are going to ask, well, wait a minute, you're not vaccinated? So you, yeah, you are vaccinated. So either you're going to get shamed into wearing a mask or be vaccinated. But it's hard to do both because people are going to view you as, wait a minute, why are you, you wearing a mask? Meaning, because you know how the people don't want to wear masks. They don't want to be seen. Uh, a maskless, I could say. Remember, did you hear that about the whole, Yeah, I'll be, I look like a Republican if I'm not wearing a mask type thing? It's just, okay, <laughs> it's just. Again, it, it you it, okay? Here's the bottom line. There's there's
1: vaccines available. They can't give them away. Okay, they're they're driving to people's houses and basically knocking on their door and saying, "Hey, here, we got the shot for you. Have you had it?" So, you know, there are safeguards out there. Let's cut the bullshit. Take the masks off now. The, today's we're taping this on Monday. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised by press time when we go when we release this on Wednesday if Newsom hasn't made an announcement that he's going to lift the mandate even sooner than June 15th. Really? Yeah. Why do you say that? Because you've got the CDC who are supposedly the experts in following the science saying that there's no reason to wear masks now, unless it's a very, very crowded tight indoor area for either vaccinated or unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. So if he's smart and he wants to continue his quest to be reelected as governor, he's going to throw even more of a bone to the Amer- to the uh, Californians and saying, okay, folks, it's uh, it's go time. Yeah. So I would not be surprised. Um, I think June 15th will be the absolute latest. I think I'm thinking June 1st, June 8th, somewhere around June 1st, he My may Memorial say, Day. he may, he you may know? say, um, you know what? Shut him. <laughs> All right. And great. I mean, I have news for him. I haven't been wearing mine except for when I go to a store and it says, you must wear a mask. I'll put the thing on. I'll go in there and I'll get the hell out soon. I'm putting off a lot of things mm-hmm. because I don't like to wear the mask. Anymore. No, no. I've, I've
0: worn it now for over a fucking year and I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. And some people early on were like posting pictures of themselves. Like, Hey, look, I look at me. I'm yeah. wearing a mask. It's yeah, like- I tried to be a good American and do it.
1: But now that I'm vaccinated, Now that I'm entering at my own risk, I understand those don't, that don't want to get vaccinated. I could care less if you do or don't. Okay. I get it. I chose to. Uh, Maybe they put some kind of crap in me and I'll be dead in two weeks. I don't know. Okay. I'll take my chances. I'll roll the dice chip. All right. I understand there's no
0: guarantees in anything. Mm -hmm. So Let's let's go enough. What do you make now? Some stores, I believe, Costco, Walmart, some of them have lifted <clears throat> the national. I think states still have rights to do whatever they want. But some some uh, big stores have said, yeah, you don't have to wear masks anymore with the caveat that uh, they yeah, those vaccinated. But how do you know who's vaccinated? It's The honor system. Yeah. How, that how means, does that, that work? Means, sounds like mail in voting. I mean, it's it not like it would <laughs> work just well, fine. Here's the deal. It doesn't it doesn't
1: fly in California. California's mm-hmm. mandate is it doesn't matter. I I you know Target has lifted it, but you know, if you go to Target down the street here today, you yeah. gotta put a mask on because mm-hmm. California says you have to. So it doesn't matter what these companies say, it's the state. Yeah. Okay. Now, right. um, you know, private businesses, I believe, who know, I mean, if if it's your place, like you don't have to wear a mask in my house. Oh, okay? no. So I don't have to adhere to that stupid bullshit Mm -hmm. okay so and these folks that are still driving in cars by yourself with a mask on are you insane i do are you completely delusional (laughs) what
0: is wrong with it's a it's a it's a safety it's a you know it's just i I can't explain it there is there is a uh, this will fire you up bill this is someone who i pretty much despise uh rachel maddow did you hear what she said about this whole mask thing she says quote I feel like I'm going to have to rewire myself so that when I see someone out in the world who's not wearing a mask, I don't instantly think you are a threat or you are selfish or you are a COVID denier and you definitely haven't been vaccinated. and
1: Don Lemon need to go get their nails done together (laughs) and just, you know, um, (laughs) take, you know, take, take a deep breath and, and hug each other, hug it out and move on. We're going after, you know, she's got the best boy's haircut of any person I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. I think she should be the model in a barbershop for a 12-year-old kid wanting to get a haircut.
0: Oh, man, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we, we have to rewire ourselves. She needs to rewire herself yeah. because
1: she's completely delusional. It's not because, you know, she's to or fro on a yeah. mask. Same person that
0: cries tears after an election. Yeah, a, elections yeah and she's, she's,
1: she's what's wrong with the United States of America. Yeah. Rachel Maddow is what is a perfect example of what is wrong
0: with this country. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, So yeah, I'm, we say it every week. I mean, tired of it. It's time to, and it's not to diminish the health of others. It's not, but you know, we had a year we have a year of data now. And it's just funny how some people just constantly go back to, well, people die, people die. It's like, yes, but most people don't. And this thing now with vaccines, herd immunity, whatever (laughs) There. Okay, it's time to move on. It's time to get back to uh, living lives. So, yeah, I I am curious what your uh, your governor does here. My governor, and yeah, the <laughs> next
1: next. Uh... Well, he, and he will continue to be the governor. He is not. He's going to. He's going to survive the recall. He will probably be re- reelected next year because the 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 Republicans in the state of California are too screwed up to get someone that can beat him. John yeah. Cox is not going to beat him. The clown from San Diego ain't going to beat him. And, and, um, um, Caitlyn Jenner's not going to beat him. Mm-mm. Okay. The, all they're going to do is, 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 split votes three ways and knucklehead, uh, uh Newsom's going to take all the Democrat votes and, and he's going to win. So it's a, it's just a, you know, I think the the, the recall effort was great because it got him off his, is his little, you know, um, uh, Empty suit ass, and he started producing. (laughs) Um, His handlers slapped him around and said, Dude, you need to, you know, quit being a dickhead dictator and start doing things that everybody's going to like.
0: Yeah. So it, it served its purpose. Um, you know, Rob Reiner is, uh, called, there's, uh, there's another, there's another <laughs> brilliant you, meathead, meathead, right? right he's uh, been meathead since he's played the part 50 years ago. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, I want to talk, uh, meathead and go, uh, a good governor. The Oklahoma governor, uh, is a uh, great guy. And you'll love what he did here. Kevin Stitt. He sent a clear message message to PETA who apparently put a big billboard of him calling him meathead, um, or something along those lines. So what he did, he pulled out his barbecue and he started cooking meat under this billboard just to shove it up. I love stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, what'd you call me? All right. We'll cook up some steak. You talked about steak and whiskey and cheesecake Mm -hmm. and all that last week. So yeah, Mm -hmm. got me in the mood. Uh, That that's, that's awesome. I love stuff like that. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, so back to the Rams. So the Rams bill 17 game season, um they have two sunday night games third at home they have two monday night games at wow. san fran and at the cardinals so they don't get monday night at home no monday night games at well home.
1: Monday, mondays are uns- Mond- nights are unsafe in Eaglewood anyway yeah <laughs> you don't want to go there <laughs> and their
0: monday thursday night game is away so right. three of their primetime games uh away so mm-hmm. that's interesting it was so weird seeing 17 games out there for everybody really really odd well i don't don't like it yeah whatever you know it is what it is like you can't control it i'm not gonna give i'm not gonna give two ounces of a shit about it Mm -hmm. yeah for sure it's gonna be it it, we'll see what happens but just a full stadium i mean can we get some people in the stands let's 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 go go. okay i want to ask i I, I drove by the stadium the other night oh yeah beautiful oh gorgeous it's a it's a a work of art Mm
1: -hmm. you know it looks like it looks like something out of the Jetsons, some type of uh Uh, (laughs) Building that they would fly in, fly in and out of.
0: Brilliant, spacely sprockets. Yes, beautiful. I love it. Um, I I wrote down these two quotes, Bill, from two former Democrats, and I just what struck former Democrats. Former, they're now Republicans. They're they're dead. uh, Both passed away. Okay, they're both dead. Dead Democrats. Dead Democrats. I should say yes, deceased Democrats, deceased. Uh, But I, to me, it. The reason I bring it up is it really has shown me how far we've gone how kind of far left the democratic party is think of these two quotes and these aren't by any means perfect guys perfect presidents but uh one that i think is relevant from fdr the only thing we have to fear is fear itself Mm -hmm. pretty good quote right yeah and i think very fitting for the COVID Mm -hmm. year we've Mm -hmm. had Mm -hmm. and of course the other one from uh jfk ask not what your country can do for you ask what you can do for your country Boy, that's about as far
1: a, a 180 now as it's now. It's, hey, what can you do for me? I don't work and I don't want to work. Oh, sure. No problem. We'll pay you to stay home. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and a lot of money to stay home. Yeah. Like that's not what I can do for my country, but what my country will do, will do for me because the Democrats, that's just what they do. Yeah. They pay to play. They pay for <laughs> votes.
0: But what happens when you run out of money? I mean, that's the that's the only problem with socialism is that eventually you run out of people's money, right? Well, no, because I keep paying my taxes,
1: and that <laughs> money is going it's just only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And now, here's the thing: I, I here's something that, that struck me quite odd. I heard this yesterday. <clears throat> the average price for a house in Southern California now is like seven hundred oh. and fifty thousand dollars. The average—that is what—and you know what? Who the hell can afford a house that costs that much? No one, because you got to put what ten- unless you are sitting on a nest egg with the house you have and you want to upgrade. I mean, the average payment now is like thirty six hundred a month. Oh my goodness! I mean, my god! And the cheap and the, the most affordable is in, of course, the IE San Bernardino County. Mm-hmm. You can get a you can get a a, a, a plush little pad over in uh, Muskoy in San Bernardino now <laughs> for about you know a mere four hundred thousand. Half a million yeah. dollars. So, hey, I'm 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 two paychecks away from being homeless. I'll move down to Santa Monica, and they'll give me a beach house. Yeah, beachfront property, man. Beachfront property. I have my own little pod. Nobody will bug me. You know they'll send they'll send me meals. <laughs> <laughs> Something to Shit, think about, man. Something to think. about. I mean, about. Uh, <laughs> you know. So, and that's another thing. This homeless thing. People are trying to solve this, folks. You will not solve this. You will not solve it unless. It is a law that if you're a vagrant, you go to some type of facility and you stay there until you're not a vagrant Mm -hmm. Um, because the folks that are homeless, 85, 90% of them want to be there. They want to be on the street. They want to have that freedom to sit on their lawn chair, to sit in their tent and not adhere to any rules. If you get, if, if, if people are, are willing to house you like these idiot city councilmen in LA are, there's going to be rules. These people don't want to, they don't want rules. They will forego a roof over their head to live on the streets the way they want to live. You will not solve this problem until places are built, laws are on the books to place people into facilities and get them off the street. That's just the way it
0: is. How come there's a a big homeless issue in, you know, say Hollywood, but not uh, say Beverly Hills? I mean, too pretty, you know, because there's laws in Beverly Hills that say you
1: can't park overnight on the street. Mm-hmm. You can't park your ass, you know, in a, in a, in a tent anywhere. And, uh, and there's, there's strict laws on the books there that say vagrancy is unacceptable and it's enforced and it's enforced. It's a big, it's big enforced. It. Did you know that in the city of Los Angeles, I could go get a car, I could park it in front of anybody's house on a city street and there is no rule that says i have to move that car i can go and ever park my forever i can park my ass there bring out my lawn chair sit on the public sidewalk in front of this guy's house sit there in my underwear and drink my morning coffee that someone probably feels sorry for me they bring it to me and that person that whose house i'm living in front of we're neighbors now whether you like it or not they're in it there is no it is not enforced there's parking laws are not enforced in the city of Los Angeles, yeah. and we can thank Mayor Garcetti, who hopefully is in Washington right now, getting confirmed that he will be the new ambassador to India, and he's getting his red dot customized <laughs> on his forehead <laughs> to go ahead and move down there. Okay, and
0: you know, let's just hope because he's he's caused a shit mess
1: in the city of Los who, Angeles.
0: Who can be a, a good? Who would be a good mayor of Los Angeles? We're talking. I, about I don't know one. of one. I I can't think I don't of anybody. Of one. That's um,
1: I mean, I'd love anybody, really. but Well, any, any of the, the, the existing city council they have there? Oh. They're dog shit. No, 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 no. no. Um, I would say <clears throat> there's a guy named Dennis Zine, who was a former LA uh, sergeant, police sergeant. He was on the city council for a while. Dennis Zine would be a good mayor. He would, he would take care of the bullshit, I cool. guarantee you. Um, perhaps, uh, God, I don't know. I don't really know who it ran out everybody that's good has left
0: who has been uh, some of the good mayors from the past in los angeles well you remember you know um mayor uh um i think
1: uh what's his name han kenneth han's son the old uh, supervisor he was pretty good um uh, mayor um reardon wasn't bad
0: richard reardon yeah
1: in fact you know mayor mayor tom bradley wasn't too bad although him and daryl gates absolutely hated each other the police chief but you know i mean i don't know everybody was better than the guy they got now (laughs) my god
0: well i i think that it started with uh you know uh gil garcetti kind of uh raising uh current you know current mayor Gar- eric garcetti i mean uh rudderless ship uh probably right after after it the all, oj trial it you know, all went i mean
1: gill was a pile of crap as a, as a da he micromanaged that case and screwed it up from the beginning um but uh you know it, it's just one bad decision after
0: another yeah you got that right Usually, but, bad decisions make fun stories God, this yeah. is a bad decision that isn't that is a, it gotten worse james hold on yeah i'm looking at a list now yeah, yeah you're right uh But man, to go from Viracosa to Garcetti, he was up, he was the mayor. I mean, all
1: he wanted to do was get laid. He would go around and he would, if you were a woman, it didn't matter what you looked like or who you were. He was, he, he was the perennial sniffer. (laughs) I mean, that guy, I've heard stories about him. Oh my God. You you would think, I mean, he made, he made uh, uh, the guy in New York, um, Cuomo look like, you know, he was a hermit. Like some of the stories that Rio Ragosa did.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What a, what a, uh, and I heard that wasn't even his real, real name. He changed his name to be more Hispanic, I guess. Whatever. Anyway, I don't, we don't need to talk about him. No. Um, uh, what were we saying? Uh, Bill, you know, I know you don't know this person, but he's, uh, definitely on uh, my mind, uh, a lot <laughs> of people's minds. His name's, uh, Pete Clark, uh, in the hospital. Heart is not doing well. Very scary moment on Saturday. He collapsed. Um, he's stable uh but things are not looking great at the moment um the bad news is let me see i've just got some updated so i kind of want to read it yes um uh he's gonna need a defibrillator and uh his heart is only working at 15 percent. that's not good, good. so um I I'm still in shock over this. Uh, I know you've never met him, but uh, for so many of our listeners, you got to understand <clears throat> the people real Hondo prep and care. Just so many of our listeners know who Pete is and are pulling for him and rooting for him. And um, man, it's been a tough weekend for me hearing this <clears throat> stuff. So uh, my uh, thoughts and prayers continually out to them. And I know you've never met him, but. Um, well, like, like, know, like it, I mentioned in the uh,
1: pre-show, you know, any friend of the show, any friend of the Rio Hondo uh, community is a friend of mine. And, um, you know, I wish him the best. Um, It doesn't, like you say, it it sounds pretty bleak, but Hey, you know, let's hope for, for, for uh, you know, let's send good positive thoughts his way. Perhaps, you know, there's a miracle or two left for him. And, um, the good Lord up above will grant that and, 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 uh, look after him. Um, it sounds as though, you know, um, a a person that young, you know, there's, there's things that contribute to that. And I'll tell you what stress is probably one of them stress. Yeah. Stress will kill you. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm lucky, you know, me personally, my God, I've had enough to kill 15 people in my life. And luckily I'm still breathing. You know, I, who knows, I could probably, you know, it's therapeutic for it, you to yeah, come on is. here it's, and, and it's, it's, least some of that. So the point is, is that you have to deal with it one way, work out, run, uh, you know, go out and, uh, you know, walk the dog, whatever, whatever relieves your stress, man, do it because as we get older, stress is a killer. It really is. It mm-hmm. may not affect you today, but in 10 years from now, you know, you're going to look, like you're, you're half
0: dead. And then five days later, you're going to be dead. Well, it adds up and, and, you know, I don't, we don't know the whole situation here with Pete, but it's a good subject to talk about because yeah, stress adds up over time and you just think, okay, you're wired or, or you're strong. You know, mm-hmm. I've been, uh, had very intense moments where I don't sleep much. I got too much on my mind. And it's like, you gotta be able to relax. You gotta be able mm-hmm. to, you know, stay aggressive with, with life mm-hmm. and everything, but at the same time, not put too much on yourself. And I know you, you've, you've carried a lot of that over the mm-hmm. years, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. Just from, you know, the jobs that I've had, the lifestyle that I chose at
1: times, yeah, which is self-induced, which is my fault. No one else's but mine. I take full responsibility for, you know, doing those things. And um, it, it's not a good mix. Um, you know, boozing it up or drugging it up is not the answer. It's, you know, being able to sleep, fall asleep at night and, I know I've got lately, man, I haven't had a good night's sleep in a long time. I did what happened. What did I do? Thir- okay. Was it Thursday night? One of the nights last week, I finally broke down. I took some sleeping pills and man, it helped, mm-hmm. but that's not good. You can't do that for you know, a long period of time. Um, you're, you're, you know, once you start losing sleep and you're sleep deprived, you know, you're screwed. Yeah. So Um, You know, on a serious note, folks, is take care of yourself, man. We got a lot of young listeners Mm -hmm. Um, do something that that will keep your heart rate at a good level and try to, you know, don't be having to take blood pressure meds like I do. You know,
0: since I was probably 40 years old, that's probably the only thing that's keeping me alive. I am surprised more. Well, and tell me if you can, I mean, do a lot of I, I was surprised more umpires for instance at the major league level don't uh have more health issues and a lot do but what about police officers do a lot of them maybe from carrying weight Mm -hmm. uh, stress and all that do a lot of them pass away well see the, the thing with the stress the job itself
1: you're geared you're wired to go out and deal with people and take care of their problems the stress comes from when you go out and you do something right you think you've done a great job on something and someone complains because you had your shoe untied or you looked at them the wrong way and they take a complaint on you and your, your, your uh, supervisor calls you on it and it's ridiculous. And then they make a big deal out of it and they use that as a stepping stone to create a package on you to where you get uh, uh, some other type of complaint down the road. They, they you know, it, it's just the, the internal stress of the job is what got guys yeah. Okay. You know what, if, if you went out and you, you, let's just say you got into some traumatic event where you had to take someone's life, it was your life or theirs, you deal with it. I mean, that to me, the stress has been resolved. Now, granted, nobody, nobody probably wants to have that on their conscience where they've killed someone, even though it was a righteous situation. Uh, because, you know, that person probably, Back when they were five, they were this—they were the kid that ran around the Christmas tree, just like we all did. But because that person took a couple of wrong turns in life, and they become horseshit individuals, and they become violent assholes that you had to put down like a rabid dog. You know, granted, it's not pleasant, but it's something that has to be done. You and you were the person that chose this job. You got nobody to blame but yourself. You went out and you do it. You do it the right way. It's completely justified. It it will wear on you but you've got to be able to have a good good conscience and say i did what i had to next mm-hmm. all right but it's the internal part of the job just like with umpiring you know back when we you know you ejected somebody and you had cause to do it and it's a good ejection. well someone's gonna and someone second guesses you and you think you know what fucker you weren't there yeah. Right. you weren't there in the heat of the battle that's where the stress comes from Mm -hmm. so it's not the job itself it's the people that are in the position to second guess you to critique you instead of backing you 100 they always find something you could have done different and that's what pisses me off
0: micromanage that's
1: where i get angry and say you know what can't you just say hey got you covered no problem boom Mm -hmm. done end of story yeah yeah it's an interesting way to to, because you're not going to go back and, and change it Mm-hmm. what's done's done you can't unring the bell no so let's just you know move forward look ahead
0: and and um alleviate that as much as you can i mean um what are some ways you sir in a serious? what are some ways you relieve stress or you've carried stress over the years but what are some ways you kind of combated it well i probably did it the wrong way a few times i mean I used to, you
1: know, be a pretty heavy workout guy back when I was working a, I wanted to look kind of like somewhat menacing and intimidating when I was working, <laughs> you know, and I had to do a lot to do that. And, um, later on, you know, work, you know, I would run, I used to be a pretty good runner. I used to go out and run a little bit, lift some weights, do this, do that. Um, and then as you get older, you don't, you stay, you get away from that and you probably in, indulge a little bit too much in some, uh, in some uh, alcohol once or twice a week. And um, there were times that, you know, (laughs) I wonder how the hell I got home. And I went out. The first thing I did when I wake up was I go check the car to make sure there's no dents in it. There's no body parts hanging on it. And you thank God and say, I'll never do that again. But three days later you're doing it. So back, you know, um, I was no angel. I'm not perfect. I probably drank too much at certain uh, points in my life. I've tried to alleviate that, and I've done a good job of it. Um, I'll tell you what, what: what works for me now is I know once a week I get to come on here, and and just blow it out, and pontificate all of my stressors and uh, things that frustrate me, and I get it <laughs> out. You know, and I try to try to be in a in a positive, funny way. But um, to those who know me. I won't bore you with the details. I've had some shit in my life personally that uh, would, would you know, they've taken a toll on me, you know, two or three times. So with that said, um, you either let it, let it destroy you or you move on. Yeah. And sometimes you just have to be an asshole about it and compartmentalize it and just put it away and visit it at times because you know, it's still there and you try to move forward, look ahead um, and, and not let it just eat you up, but it will take a toll on you physically and mentally. If you allow it, even if you don't allow it, it still will it a little bit. So with that said, um, protect yourself, you know, take care of your heart because without your heart, that's the engine of your body. Without that, you're fucked.
0: Yeah gotta keep the ticker. So anyway, that's my
1: two cents of uh, medical advice for free. And, um, you know, hope it works for somebody.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's important. I mean, if I can save one life today, I've done my job. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew Cuomo. Uh, it's interesting. You know, we talk about, you know, you talk about, you know, uh, improving your body with exercise, even improving your mind with, uh, with, just talking, letting things out or, or, psychology or talking to therapists or whatever, but your heart does carry a, a great deal of, of the stress in your life. And it's almost like there's no, well, you know, diet and exercise are, are good for that, but it's not always the case. Like for instance, with, with our guy, Pete, Bill, very healthy guy. I mean, not, not overweight. I mean, there's, I, I mean, I've, there's been a lot of those guys but, over the years, you just, you don't marathon know,
1: marathon runners and they drop dead. Yeah. You know, they're, they're great, but it's just, there's a tick somewhere in them. That things aren't right, and once that thing blows up, you're you're done. Yeah, and yeah. that's horrible. Yeah.
0: Well, speedy recovery, Pete. Yes, uh, absolutely. We're pulling for you, man. Yes. Um, hang in there, and uh, I know you're a, you're a fighter and someone that uh, I I greatly admire. Uh, crazy story about Pete Bill. He actually he kind of piqued my interest in umpiring. He used to umpire the kids' games. So we and have him to blame. <laughs> it's, okay, it's all please. his fault. Okay. And it was. He was a guy I noticed as a kid in junior high, like I wanted to be like him because I was like, Man, he 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 took pride in umpiring. He he geared up and everything. And he was the first guy was like, Hey, I wanna do that. And so I'll always be grateful for him for that. So yeah, he was I mean, you you remember, don't you, back when your first guy that you were like, Hey, Mm -hmm. I wanna I wanna umpire, I wanna try that. Yeah, I
1: remember the first my my kind of guy that got me interested was a guy in a, a, a lot of, um, I don't know if our listeners, I don't think, but he's been, he's passed on now. He, he died. Yeah. He died probably at 60 something uh, back in 2001 or two. Uh, Chuck Lewis, Chuck Lewis was an umpire back in the inland area. Outstanding official. He did all three sports. Um, he would ride up on his motorcycle, and he had a command presence. <laughs> he ride up on a motorcycle. That all his gear in his, his saddlebags, and he'd, he'd gear up and he would roll his sleeves up, you know, Dutch or uh, Eddie Vargo style. Walk on the field, and I don't think I—I I don't think I ever saw Chuck Lewis miss a call ever. Wow. He, when I was a player, I remember him umpiring, and nobody dared argue with him because he was right uh, all the time, and. Then I got to umpire with him when I started a couple times. And then I was, it was really freaky as I worked a uh, football game at Marino Valley High School on a Friday night. Chuck, who had slowed down a lot, he had some bad knees. Chuck was our headlinesman that night. I was the back judge. And uh, we talked, you know, I told, and I kind of talked, I told, you know, I knew Chuck pretty well. We talked a couple, you know, during halftime, I said, you know, I, I really admired the way you you know, officiated, carried yourself, blah, 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 blah. You know, Chuck had this, day. he had this, this, this you know, like deep voice. And, you <laughs> know, he would, that's good, you know. And he, anyway, well, I get a call the next Friday. The next Friday morning, I get a call from a guy. Hey, you heard Chuck Lewis died. I go, what? Oh. So I had worked his last ever football game with him. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he, and, and baseball season was coming up. And, uh, he wanted, he said, I'd like to work some games with you. I said, great. You know,
0: never got that chance,
1: but I went to his funeral and I mean, the who's who, I mean, Ronnie Lott was there. No kidding. Yeah. Ron, Ronnie Lott, him and his dad were there. Uh, you know, Al jury who he, I, I think him and Al actually went to high school together. Oh, wow. Uh, Al was there, spoke about him. A lot of coaches and and both football and baseball coaches were there at his, at his service. And, um, I mean, just a really, really good, uh, guy that everybody loved, you know, he was one of those guys that, that he was respected. And again, I never, ever saw him miss a call. It's amazing. That's so, anyway, that's who got me into it or not got me into it, but that's who I kind of, you know, he saw, like, I saw that, you know what I want do he that. does it the right way. Yeah. You know, he doesn't show up and he's, you know, half dressed and, you know, with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, walking on <laughs> the field that, you know, a lot of guys did that back then. But but Chuck did it the right way. He was also a, I believe he was a math teacher at either San Gorgonio High School or San Bernardino High School uh, back then. And, um, you know, one of these guys that would was probably very, very instrumental in in orchestrating some some uh,
0: some careers, both in the classroom and then on the field. Oh, well, my man, Pete, he he was uh, he had style man he he was loud he was energetic he was always popping and awesome strike calls. strike three forget about it it was the coolest thing ever do you remember having trying different things out when you were a young umpire and like what was something kind of crazy you don't have to show the audience but tell us i mean i would you know i heard a guy echoing
1: a strike call one time and so i tried that and it sounded stupid and i said never again yeah you always you always try to you know you see something that works with people and you try it yourself you know, especially when you're young and and trying to figure it out. Um, But if once you do go through all that and you just develop your own style, and as long as you're getting the calls, right, doesn't matter what you look like when you call it, you know, if you (laughs) miss it, you're going to get yelled at it. Doesn't matter how flamboyant and and how much of a salesman you are. Um, So you just, you find your niche and you stay with it and
0: keep going yeah i mean you've tried things too mm-hmm. over the i mean you you did the scissors thing oh yeah for, for a while i mean i've mm-hmm. seen but you are probably most famous bill in your umpiring life for be having the captain america shield for oh, having Jesus. the balloon well which... that was
1: self-preservation
0: <laughs> in summer
1: ball you know you'd, you'd get the old uh balloon and uh it was i mean that and it was 105 fucking degrees <laughs> so you didn't want to put the gear on so you 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 wore a you wore a um one shirt without a t-shirt, and then you had the 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 uh, the balloon, and you know that was self-preservation because usually the pitching and catching was dog shit, yeah. and you didn't want to get beat up. Oh,
0: plus it was hot. Yeah, taking so, some shots, man. Yeah, yeah, you were hilarious, and you you know, the thing you, <laughs> you, you you just strap it into one with one and
1: keep your right arm free yeah and just you know start and the safe and stuff the
0: safe was hilarious yeah. it's like kind of right one and a half arm right uh but yeah that was that was style indeed that used to be the thing back in the day
1: oh yeah that's i grew up on one of those i yeah. used to i used a, a balloon for you know all the little league when i was you know a kid i'd you know the the snack bar that had have one in there so you went in and strapped that thing on and <laughs> hid behind it and
0: that's that's how you learn Oh yeah, that is, that is awesome. That is again. Yeah. How, how you learn it? You, you throw on the gear. I mean, I umpired games behind the plate as a kid in shorts. I took balls to the shin. I was like, why don't I have shin guards? It just made sense. I mean, I did stupid stuff when I was first starting out. Yeah, I, I um,
1: yeah, exactly, man. That's how you, that's how you learn. Ugh, crazy learn by trial trial of fire I, I, there were times you know when you have to rotate up to third as the plate guy i'd take the balloon and, and fling it like a frisbee to the backstop and <laughs> run up to third and make that call with nothing you know
0: feeling good oh boy yeah well bill you know who uh i got coming on the show uh very well we're going to record on thursday i believe is uh cal poly pomona baseball coach randy betton he has agreed to do a little interview with me mm-hmm. so i'm excited about that good old I,
1: randy yeah. i love it i hope he's watching this to get a warm-up to get a feel of mm-hmm. uh you know your your uh, edward r murrow style you know? <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah randy, randy would be a great 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 guest um yeah um i'm i'm glad i'm glad he still has a job because you know of course his big argument with me one time is i, I got a call right at first base he came out to argue and he goes you know bill i'm gonna lose my job because you called that that, that was a wrong call <laughs> I said, I said, Randy, you're completely delusional. I said, number one, you're not going to lose your job. Yeah. Number two, I got the call right. So if they fire you f- for that reason, you call me and I'll get you. I'll get you your job back. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You gotta have, You gotta come up with something better than
0: that. He's funny. I always like yeah. working his games, and uh, you know, we'll share. We'll share some share some stories. You know, Randy I'm was sure. a great ball player. But Riverside guy.
1: Riverside guy went got triple A with the Angels. Mm-hmm. Um, really good middle infielder. Uh, good hitter. You know, he was he was just that
0: one little iota away from, you know, being in the big leagues. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. Is yeah. you know, it's yeah. very something small, mm-hmm. small difference. So, uh, yeah, he's coming on. I can't wait for that. Um, gonna have some fun conversations. I think he was more than willing to do it. So Good. we're we're expanding. Well, he's got nothing else to do. Yeah, he's uh, they you know, canceled he's been sitting the home for a year. Mm-hmm. Him and 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 Vinny at, now at Cal State LA. Did he follow Scalinos or was there another guy? Oh no,
1: no, no, no. There, there was, was uh, Mike guys... Ashman. Mike Ashman was at uh, Cal Poly for many years, and now Mike is the—he's—he's he's a coach with the Angels. Yeah, I was gonna say Angel. And okay, I see him. Mike's a neighbor of mine. Lives over in Rancho. I see him every once in a while out walking. We'll—we'll we'll meet over at the at a coffee play, at a Badass Coffee, and we'll share a cup of coffee together. And—and and, uh, in fact, I played against Mike in high school. He was a pitcher at Bloomington High School. Wow. And he had a wicked curveball that was unhittable. And he went on played some pro ball. Mike, oh, okay. Mike,
0: uh, solid, good guy, you know, so he was a head coach at Cal Poly. He was, oh, he was really yep. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. know Randy does a great job over there and, uh, you know, it's, uh, we'll have some funny stories that yeah. you want me to ask him anything specific. Uh, maybe, <clears throat> maybe you need some time to think about it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I may do a
1: surprise call in oh. <laughs> Thursday morning or whenever you do it. <laughs> it's a zoom. So you could probably just, yeah, join. And, I don't want to, you know, overstep my boundary, but, uh, I'll think of something. I'll, I'll write something in. Yeah. Uh, We'll, we'll ask him a few that, things that, that uh, pertinent to his. Uh, Cause didn't you guys uh, share an airplane ride one time? We, we shared an airplane ride from Ontario to Dallas, Fort Worth. Um, and he was going down as a representative for the division two tournament or something or, or the It was the yeah, national the championship. Season. He was going down there for something. He, you know, he finagled his way down <laughs> and I was going down there to umpire the thing. And we, we saw each other in Ontario and we ended up sitting together on the plane and we had about 12 uh, uh, rum and Cokes at (laughs) nine o'clock in the morning. And we were in, we were in really, really good, uh, no games at night, no No no. games at night, really good mood when we got there. And of course I sobered up because the guy that was picking me up took fucking forever to get there. (laughs) I sat outside the, the uh, terminal at Dallas Fort Worth airport in hundred and five degree weather for about two hours, and I sweat it all out of me. I do distinctively remember that. Okay. So yeah, the the trip was great until that
0: happened. <laughs> yeah, then then of course baseball got in the way too. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's gonna be fun. Uh, I'm trying to think. Did you? Did you? Other than that, him telling you you're gonna lose your job, did you have any? Uh, trying to think. Did you have any uh, situations with with Cal Poly or with Randy and and them? Um. You get along. No, no. Randy, Randy. He's very fair. uh,
1: Yeah. Fair guy. He he really didn't know how to argue.
0: He really did (laughs) not argue. Would you tell him that? I told him that. I said, Randy,
1: you don't know how to argue, man. you come out here like you're a little kid in in nursery school. Oh, Bill. And, you know, but he he was okay. He was all right. Uh, You know, he'd, he'd have some snipers every once in a while from his dugout. Oh yeah. And I'd I'd scream and yell at
0: him. Yeah. Shut them down real quick. Yeah. He's really good at tackling assistant coaches, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we might talk mm-hmm. about on Friday yeah. this week. So anyway, Bill, I got another great show for you. I don't know if you've seen it already. Uh, your honor, your honor, your honor, Brian Cranston plays a judge. Yeah. It's a 10 part series, uh mini series. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. I was going to talk about it on the Monday show, but didn't get to it. Uh, we finished it last night. Really, really good. I, I, I won't give too much away, but it's, is it what Netflix it's on showtime? So you can probably find it on Amazon. Okay. But uh, yeah, you'll, you'll burn through Mm -hmm. it. I think pretty Um, quick. I did watch that. uh, I finished it last night. It was a four part uh, series
1: on son of Sam.
0: Oh, my brother, Sam told it, told you to do that. And I watched that
1: and it doesn't change my mind. One iota. I think, I think um, there was anyway, watch, watch it. It's entertaining. Um, I don't think, you know, Berkowitz might've been part of a a, a cult that they're trying to say that there's more people responsible. He he wasn't the only killer. And that one of the, one of the kills was a uh, snuff film, which there was, okay. When you're dealing with, when you're, when you, when you're either in a cult or following a cult or wanting to be in a cult, bad shit's going to happen to you because you do bad things. Okay. Um, I think, Berkowitz was just some mixed up, screwed up jack off that killed all six. To be honest with you, (laughs) he's saying that he didn't. But watch it; it's it's entertaining. It's a four part episode. You had a this investigative reporter who was obsessed, absolutely obsessed with trying to make people believe that uh, Berkowitz, son of Sam, didn't act alone. Yeah, you know it's there's a lot of info there, but it's just not really verified. Why, why was he called son of Sam? Because son of Sam, because evidently somebody named Sam was making him do these kills, a dog named Sam or something. Oh, okay. And he was called son of Sam. So he, he alluded to the, the, the letters that he would write to, um, the, the New York, uh, daily news, uh, uh, columnist Jimmy Breslin he referred to as the son of sam referring to himself as son of sam so that's where it, he was also called the 44 caliber killer cuz he used a 44 caliber handgun which is a big ass bullet yeah and it can do a lot of damage so
0: and yeah. was there a pattern to his kills like he was, uh the pattern was he would go to
1: areas where where brunettes women were making out with guys in cars in lover lanes type places in either uh queens or yeah queens area of new york and he would go and and um just walk up on him and shoot him wow yeah man so don't make out in cars That was uh, at that time <clears throat> that's why you know during that time i my, my girlfriend's um parents also bill if you're gonna look i don't want you making out in the car with my daughter just come inside and do it and I was, i'm good with that you know Even though I was in Riverside, California, about a thousand miles away from where Son of Sam was,
0: still, there could be a copycat. You never know. know. Oh, yeah. Anyway, never know. Uh, Well, Bill, I have – this is my genius idea that I know you're going to hate and disagree with, so I'm going to bring it up now. I want a realignment of Major League Baseball, and it's going to require some changes. So I I love old-school thinking, and I, I don't like change very much. But the, the direction we're going, I, I have some, uh, some thoughts. So if you remember last year, the COVID year, they went they went international DH, international, what, uh, you know, DH. and Universal DH. Universal international. Universal DH. And they pretty much played regionally. Mm-hmm. NL West played NL West mostly with a couple of games in the AL West, mm-hmm. right? So that got me thinking, I want to do away with American League and National League. No. I I mean, hear me out. I want to go four divisions 4 eight team divisions. Now that's 32. Yes. We're going to have to add two teams, which I know they're talking about. I'm going to say Nashville and Charlotte. So that we can have eight teams in each region. Major league baseball West is basically the NL West and AL West minus the Texas teams. So you're eight teams there down South. You got the Florida teams, the Texas teams, uh, the, the Missouri teams, atlanta nashville and charlotte the central detroit minnesota milwaukee chicago chicago cincinnati cleveland and of course the east is basically the NLAL east without uh the florida teams or atlanta so those are my thoughts bill four eight team divisions where you kind of just play regionally you play everybody but what do you think commissioner matt hersema does it I thought fucking uh
1: manford was bad <laughs> Dude, you need to either stop smoking what you're smoking or start smoking <laughs> something. Because about? that idea is dog shit. Why? Number one, you've got the talent in Major League Baseball right now is so piss poor. And you're going to add two more teams. That means 50 more guys of piss poor talent. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, Santa Ana College has emptied their, their, their roster with the Angels. Okay? Oh, boy. <laughs> now you're going to ask for, you know, I mean, come on. No, leave it alone. I mean, what's wrong with the way it is now?
0: Uh, I'm just saying three, five, some of the, they don't make any sense. Like why are the Texas teams out here in, in the West? Why are, uh, it doesn't matter their teams, I guess they're teams. It could be, you know, why is, why, why
1: are they wanting Oklahoma state to go to the PAC 12 Pacific 12. Pacific. Okay. Yeah. They're not, they're not close to the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it it It's just, I mean, I remember when, when San Diego state was going to go to the big East. Oh, I do remember that. Remember yeah. That? Yeah. So it doesn't matter. It just means you have a longer plane ride.
0: It's true. Okay. That's all it means. A team's a team. I guess. Yeah. And as far as uh, I just don't understand, like you got the angels and Dodgers are 20 minutes from each other. Why are they not in the same division? That just cracks me up. Uh, I wish they would never
1: play each other. I wish it would be the freeway series and exhibition series like it used to be. And that's it. I I want, I want it to go back to American versus American national versus national. Oh, and then have a a unique teams that have never seen each other before playing the
0: world series. Really? I'd love to see that. And would you want the umpires to go back to their leagues? No, they can, they can roam about freely. Let me see. 162. You're only going to play 14 teams. So you're going to play everyone 12 times, probably 11, 12 times. You're going to get a steady dose of people. Right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. can't right. imagine. Uh. Well, okay. Well, okay. You shoot my idea down. It was just an idea. Don't yell at me. Uh, well, it was a dog shit. Idea. Yeah, well, you know, All right. I'm I'm I hear you the truth. I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. Hey, that should be the motto of the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. Right. All right. Well, Bill, as you mentioned, the PAC 12 did hire a new commissioner, George, life i think that's right um you know we were wondering who the new commissioner was going to be what conference he was going to come from we know where this guy came from what, the what? mgm resorts international oh so he's a he's a he's a he's, he's a towel and
1: uh, um <laughs> he's making sure everybody's got towels and um mints on their on their uh, pillows
0: <laughs> really that's um, let's see oh but thank goodness no 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 he does have some sports experience here it is ready he is hardly wait he's a member of the wnba's board of governors oh god and by governor they mean owner um so just when you thought the pac-12 well, couldn't get more of a joke well what do you what do you making? basketball
1: in the pac-12 is going to get on the map uh probably well, good, uh, good
0: good so they went from one idiot to another then i loved being a student athlete i'm wondering what he played what do you think probably uh, probably uh, i don't <laughs> know i'm
1: thinking maybe uh, he was he was on the uh he was a, he was the the guy on the crew team that said
0: stroke i don't know <laughs> previously an executive vice president of business with mlb advanced media He's a media guy digital yeah hulu mbc stuff so okay so they want to get themselves on the map to maybe expand their media coverage. How about a product that people want to watch? Yeah. We'll make it easier to watch too. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bill, I get, I mean, I don't know about you, but you know, the ACC network, SEC network, big 12, big 10 network, heck the Texas Longhorn network. That's all pretty easy to find. Mm-hmm. There's some of these carriers. You can't find the PAC 12 network. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. You can't, I think they expected it to just take off and it's just been a disaster so new commissioner for the PAC 12, at least, uh, Mr. Scott is. Yeah. Well, Larry, but... good riddance.
1: <laughs> Take your 5 million, $15 million you make a year and, you know, go, uh, go to the MGM resort now and spend it. <laughs> Just trade places with your, with your, uh, with your, the
0: guy that replaced you. Yeah. Trade places. Uh, well, speaking of Vegas, they're open now, Bill, no more mandate, no more. Hey, if you need a vacation, that's a place to go, man. Well, casinos everything I hope
1: they're cleaning the 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 homeless and the transients and the crooks off of off the strip because
0: that last time i was there
1: it was a it was a shit show when was that what well, was it before it, the pandemic it was before yeah oh yeah i was there right before i went uh let's see i went week and a half i went to laughlin twice during the pandemic and that was like communist china trying to do anything there
0: oh, that's right burn a mask in the pool jesus christ <laughs>
1: Yeah, so um <clears throat> yeah, I am not you know what I I want I want to have absolute 100% freedom to do anything I want to like it was before
0: I go to any any of these places. Yeah, I don't want to be restricted one iota. No. So can I ask you what changed for you because there was a time when you're like guys this isn't a big deal. Hey, wear a mask. I mean I I felt like your tone changed a little, not drastically, but well, what- because
1: we're on the downslope slope of this. Okay. And and we've had vaccines out now for six months Mm -hmm. and we're to the point now. And it's been probably for the last month that if you wanted to be vaccinated, you, you can be, I mean, they're trying to give the shit away now. Nobody wants them. So therefore it's time to enter at your own risk. Yeah. Okay. We've put the safeguards out there. We've got things in place. If you want to get vaccinated, great. If you don't, that's fine too, but don't hold me hostage. Let's go. Open things up.
0: Oh yeah. I'm it's with, time. It is time. It's more than time. It's been uh, over a year. Summer's summer's coming. I mean, Memorial Day is in two weeks, the official start, unofficial start of summer. I mean it's been
1: 14 months now since this whole madness started.
0: Ooh, that's a scary thought. And
1: you know, nobody and and nobody was, you know, nobody gives Trump enough credit for basically putting the gun to these people's heads and saying find a vaccine now and do it quickly mm-hmm. okay and they did at his direction and does the house plant joe biden has he thanked him at all has he mentioned him one bit
0: no no it's not none at all none at all As remember when as you mentioned uh, you talked about uh obama calling president bush uh, president Mm -hmm. obama calling president Mm -hmm. bush former president bush Mm -hmm. when they were you know the whole bin laden thing happened like there was a relationship there that now it's uh well yeah guys i did the i mean joe thinks he probably did the vaccine too. joe's delusional joe doesn't know what he
1: what what what, you know he's come on if you can't recognize this man is mentally unstable and and has a form of dementia then you have dementia the man is loopy he's nothing more than a houseplant.
0: Yeah, it's it's scary every time he gets up to speak, man. I
1: mean, when when Jimmy Carter is more mentally alert than he is, it's scary.
0: Oh. That that is. And you know it's just every day there's there's something out there um with with uh, president Biden and I'm just like you got to be kidding me, man. He's <laughs> absolutely got to be kidding me. Um yeah, I, we don't need to talk about that. That'll just get you riled up. We, you don't need stress, Bill. No, I, I'm, I'm, no, I don't. Um, I talked briefly last week about uh, some college football that happened, and I won't go into the details of the game, but yesterday the national championship finished mm-hmm. on May 16th. Now these teams are going to turn right around and play again in August. So that was the, the downside of playing a spring season. Thank God the other divisions didn't do that. They played on time. Mm-hmm but uh, yeah, I was, saw it was like
1: a D one double a or what? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the FCS Sam
0: Houston in uh, North Dakota state, South Dakota. South state. Dakota good, state. Game, really yeah. good game. Really yeah. good game. Uh, 23, 21 went down to the wire and, uh, yeah, hmm. it was pouring rain, li-, lightning delay, whole hmm. thing. But, uh, I enjoyed Where'd it. where would they play it at? Uh, Frisco, Texas. No, no. I guess they play it down there every year. Um, hmm. but, uh, Bill, what else is on your mind? What I've, I've been kind of doing everything here. What's, what's, uh, what are you, know. you looking forward to? What do you, I mean, well, I'm looking forward to this marine layer that we've had the last fucking
1: month to lift this foggy, depressing Oregon, you know, <laughs> Kurt Cobain, I'm going to go blow my brains out weather that we've had, you know, let's, let's come on, you know, that's just California for you. You know, one day it's going to be, it's 95 and the next day
0: it's 55. How spoiled are we in California? Bill, you're complaining about a little cloud cover. I don't in like California. it. It's going to be 110 degrees here. Good. In a week bring so. it. Let's go. Yeah. Let's sun go. sunbathing weather yeah let's go let's go
1: yeah. <laughs> ice water and and uh and um you know uh, tanning oil
0: <laughs> <laughs> whatever the bill Barnes special okay yeah. well mm-hmm. we could call it a day if you like bill we've been on here about an hour or so that's probably enough unless you Well, got- the
1: average uh span of, of people paying attention is 25 minutes so after 25 minutes, we probably bored the shit out
0: of it. No, no, we didn't board anyone. We we got serious. You you brought your your A game. You pontificated a little. No, well, I just <laughs> want to, you know, I'm here
1: to help people. it's <laughs> all, it's, it's not about me. It's about you.
0: <laughs> occasionally, occasionally here and there. Uh, any big plans for the summer? More of the same. More well, working. I'm mean, gonna. I, I need. A, I'm telling you, I need a vacation.
1: I need a. Uh, you know, I need to get somewhere where i where the where the uh, water's warm and the drinks are cold. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that sounds um, gorgeous. And maybe you know, be left alone a little bit. Let me just lay there without a mask on, no mask, no mask, and just chill. And I
0: can't wait. I don't know if we're gonna do it when we're gonna do it, but <clears throat> let's. I want to have a. We can't set a fire in here, but let's do a mask cutting ceremony here soon on our one of our Wednesday shows. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Let's do it sooner the better. And I and and again,
1: don't be surprised if Newsom says we're gonna don the masks or, or rid, rid, rid rid ourselves of the masks sooner than june
0: 15th i i i hear you there i think that's going to happen um can i tell you just real quick but while i got you you know this youtube thing we've been doing Mm -hmm. i am surprised uh how many people watch the the podcast compared to how many people uh listen to it i think a great deal of it is you promoting it more with some of the people you you come Mm -hmm. in contact Mm -hmm. with i mean i've uh, i do i do the best i can you know um but anyway what do you got no, a couple of weeks ago i mean youtube alone got we got 71 plays on 171 on what one, that's not even including our audio holy that we still get. now we're about 20 you know 25 30 or mm. so but still that's surprising i i didn't think that having our faces on camera was going to improve the the uh listenership of the podcast
1: well you know we have
0: uh, we have faces for radio. That's uh, exactly so. I'm surprised as well.
1: Um, you know, our makeup artists here at the uh, East Eastvale Studios do a great job in <laughs> making us <this> presentable.
0: <laughs> that that they do. Uh, well, Bill, thanks for being here today. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. You and, know, we had a
1: couple. That, I'll end with this. Um, yeah. You know, Helene Curtis, the great ma- makeup artist from years past. One of her representatives were here doing makeup for us, and someone from Max Factor also. And they reminded me that um I asked her, I go, what happened to Helene Curtis? And they said, Max Factor. (laughs) I'll I'll stop at that. (laughs) That's my joke for the day. Play on words, Jack. Oh, come on. Read between the lines for Christ's sake. Oh yeah. That's a bad one. It was bad. bad. Somebody out there is gonna figure it
0: out. Wrong, wrong. Uh Bill, real quick, who who do you want to see come on this podcast soon? I'm looking for guests nonstop.
1: Mm. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to reach out to, I'm going to reach out to, you know what? I'm going to call Dennis Rogers. Oh, I'm gonna see if Dennis, Dennis can, can drop what he's doing, which is probably God only knows what, mm-hmm. uh, and see if Dennis would come on. Dennis is a, Dennis is a very entertaining, lively, spirited guest. He would, he would give you the highlights of his, you know, in, coaching career he coached me when I was a junior. Oh, senior. that's a scary thought, you know, and and that was probably his first year of coaching and yeah. that didn't deter him. He went on to do a lot better, bigger things, but I, <laughs> I still, even when I was umpiring Dennis's games, I learned a lot from Dennis. Yeah. You know um, he worked with uh, in the minor leagues for years and, and um, Dennis would be good. Um Geez, I don't know. I yeah. uh, have something that's to think about. about. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll I, try to, we'll try to, you know, I'll try to do your job for
0: you. So I've so i dude, you know, I've been doing this. I mean, you've, you've, you've talked to, we got a you've, guest list up here. I've been working on talked up. to
1: every alum of, of <laughs> Rio <real> Hondo Christian <laughs> for 15 times over. No.
0: Okay. We got more coming. We have more coming. And we're gonna get you your real Hondo prep gear real soon. I good. So
1: I am tired of wearing this Memphis shit.
0: Yeah, what are you doing? Come on, man. Rio Hondo Prep. Build good. I mean
1: I, I, I'll wear it endlessly if you do.
0: I know, I know you will. So we gotta we gotta get that get that to know, build Rio here. Hondo. What size are you? Uh,
1: girls volleyball JV shirt.
0: No. <laughs> oh, what size are you? What size of the t-shirt? What do you think?
1: I mean, I'm a large, XL? extra large, you know, I want the you know, a little tight in the, tight in the, in the sleeves. So the, okay. the pipes will show.
0: What about your hat size? If, if they
1: do you think I wear a hat?
0: I I don't think you do, but seven and
1: three eights, Seven and three, eight. Okay.
0: All right. Well, we're going to work on that. We're going to work on more guests and I'm always reaching out to other people about, Hey, who would you like to have come on? So I need help, Bill. I need help. Anyway, Bill, thanks again. It's been fun. Uh, as always another episode,
1: another, another uh, Monday. I can't another three hours of my life. I can't get back, but that's all right. Doing, doing it for, I'm doing it for you, folks.
0: Oh, and for you, relieve that stress. Yeah, well, right? Absolutely, yeah, yes. blow it all out. Well, right. until next week, Bill. This has been our 60th edition of the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. Let's mm. keep it going. This one will be 61. I can't wait for I'm a hundred. I live that long. Your age, right. your age. Let's get there. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us today on the Get Home Safe podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Get Home Safe Podcast. We greatly appreciate the support. We know we have a lot of loyal listeners out there, but we always want to keep people informed of the many ways to follow the Get Home Safe Podcast. We have various social media platforms. Our Twitter handle is Get Home Safe Pod. Our Facebook and Instagram page is Get Home Safe Podcast. And our email address is Get Home Safe Podcast at yahoo.com. There's plenty of Ways and options to listen to the Get Home Safe podcast. Anchor helps distribute our podcast to places like Apple, Spotify, Google, and many more. We also have a YouTube channel that is brand new for us, not a whole lot of content on there yet. But we're going to try to put out more and more video episodes in going forward, as well as short clips here and there regarding uh, big events that happen uh, over the course of time. So lots of options out there, guys. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email, offer uh, some suggestions or content uh, topics, or uh, just ask us some random questions. We always appreciate that. I know Bill Barnes does, especially on Wednesdays. So uh, looking forward to continue to bring you great episodes here on the Get Home Safe podcast on Mondays, Wednesdays. Wednesdays, and Fridays. Guys, have a great rest of the week. And as always, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe.